0: Hey you beautiful angel, welcome to the Female CEO Show. I'm your host Megan Turley and I'm here to give you all the details about being an entrepreneur, running your own business, discovering your passion and turning it into a profitable business, leaving the 9 to 5 corporate life, and creating a life that you truly love and enjoy. I successfully turned my side hustle into a multiple six-figure business and now I'm here to help you do the same. I hope by tuning in, it inspires you to take the steps to create the life you really want to live. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm so freaking excited that you're here. Enjoy the show. Welcome, family! Yay! This is our very first video pod episode after over a year and a half of doing only audio. So this is exciting. It's also kind of scary because I had to like adjust the camera and you know do all of that stuff, but. Hey, hi. If you don't know me, I'm Megan. Welcome to the Female CEO Show. Um, I talk about everything you need to know about being a female business owner all the ups, all the downs, tips, tricks, strategies, being a Christian female business owner, everything that comes with that. Today, we're going to talk about something that's going to make you mad. You're not going to like it because most business owners, especially new and inexperienced business owners, deal with this. I've dealt with it myself and that is victim mentality, okay? So you're probably gonna get a little bit triggered, but if you do, that's okay. That way you know this is an issue that you might need to work on, okay? So victim mentality, most of us know what that is, right? We hear about it like, oh, poor me, oh no, no. It shows up a little bit different in business owners though, okay? So victim mentality is basically thinking, it's not my fault. Someone who acts from a place of victimhood Claims that um, something happened to them is the fault of like literally anyone else but themselves. Um, you could be blaming a family, a partner, co-workers, friends, clients, customers, or the way the world is, right? They frequently complain about bad things that happen in their lives. They're reluctant to take personal responsibility and asserting that the circumstances are not in their control. So if you like actually sit and logically think about this, as a business owner, yes, there's always going to be things that are not in your control. Like we all know that. But much, much of your business is in your control. And here's the thing. I talk to business owners a lot. I am constantly putting up, you know, polls and reaching out to people like, hey, how can I help you? What's going on in your business right now? Where are you having the most issues? And it's almost always, I don't have enough clients, I don't have enough money, and I don't have a plan. So what do we do about that? How does this show up in business owners? You're blaming external factors, okay? Business owners with a victim mentality often blame external circumstances like the economy, ding, 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 competition, government regulations, literally anything else, for their lack of success. They believe that these factors are beyond their control and use them constantly as excuses for their failures. This is a touchy one because there's obviously a million and one things that we can blame as business owners, right? Like, literally, look at our economy, okay? But oftentimes, Many, many people will make a lot of money in a down economy. You just have to figure out how to do it. That's your responsibility as a business owner is to figure it out. If you get into this nasty little head mind spiral of, oh, well, you know, the economy is just really, really bad right now. um, And I just know that that's why I'm not getting enough clients and I don't have enough money because people just can't afford me right now hopefully it'll pick up in the next six months to a year. Do you have six months to a year to wait for your business to pick up? Do you? Do you have plenty of savings to get you through that next year until your business picks up? I'm going to guess probably not. Okay. (laughs) Lack of accountability. This is the other big one that I am convinced when I reach out to people, I'll say, you know, Absolutely, I can totally help you. I've been there myself. I know how to get you out of this. Let's jump on a call and let's figure out a plan for your business to get you rocking and rolling. Crickets, 90% of the time, crickets. Why is that? Because no one wants ultimate accountability. And as a business owner, it is literally only you responsible for your business. You cannot blame this on anyone or anything else, okay? Instead of taking ownership of their actions and decisions, business owners with a victim mentality tend to blame others for their shortcomings. They may shift responsibility onto employees if you have employees, partners, family, or even clients rather than actually looking at yourself and seeing what you're contributing to those factors. Accountability is not easy, you guys. Um... I've had to take a lot of accountability in my marriage lately just because of how I have been raised and how I have lived life are no longer working well. And especially in my marriage, I'm having to take a lot of accountability for how I was raised and it's my responsibility to change that. I can't just sit and say, well, that's how I was raised. That's all that I know, which I had been previously doing, mind you, like eh, uncomfy to say the least. And that that's the big thing about this. It puts you in such a state of, ugh, like I am uncomfortable. Nobody likes to be uncomfortable. No, no one does. Except for people that live in uncomfortability. They're very used to it. I'm getting there. I'm still not totally there. But when you are forced to take a very close look at your business, what is working, what is not working, I'm gonna bet, A lot of what is not working is because of what you are either doing or not doing. And that is what ultimate accountability means, right? Dwelling on setbacks. This, I get this. It is so, so difficult, especially if you're in a season in your business where you're just like, nothing is freaking working. And I am about to scratch my eyes out because I'm so flippin' frustrated. I get it. It can be so, so easy to sit and be like, oh, my God, you know, woe is me, doomsday, like this is never going to work. But rather than viewing those setbacks as, you know, lessons, taking that lesson, oftentimes owners with this type of mentality tend to dwell on them and see them as proof of their inability to succeed, meaning they're going to start thinking, well, that didn't work. Why would anything else work? That type of mentality. They may become trapped in this cycle of icky negativity, hindering the ability to actually bounce back and find alternative solutions. Guys, newsflash, as a business owner, you got to be creative. You got to get those wheels spinning. You can't have one setback and it be the end of the world. If you are in that, get out of it. <laughs> like if you if you cannot pick yourself up after a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, a bad year. You do not need to be a business owner because this shit is a roller coaster. Okay. And you've heard it before. I'm going to say it again. You'll have days where you make so much money that you're like, Whoa. <laughs> like I'm flying high. I'm booking that vacation. The next day you may not, you may not make any money. The next month you might not make any money. You have to be able to roll with this and keep your mindset in check the entire time. It is so, so slippery. Once you get into that, like, oh, I did this and it didn't work. How long did you actually do that thing for? That thing that you decided to change in your business. Did you try it once and it didn't work? Did you try it twice? Did you do it daily for a month? Did you do it for two months, three months, six months, and it still didn't work? We have terrible shiny object syndrome, okay? Especially in this country and especially with younger entrepreneurs, Do not get wrapped up into the, ooh, what about this? And ooh, what about this? Pick one strategy and stick with it. Pick a couple of services and stick with them. Pick a product and stick with it. Don't keep bouncing around and trying to reformulate when you tried something once and it didn't work. Guys, when I was an esthetician, I used to post my um, weekly availability on my Instagram stories. And I wouldn't just post it once. I would post it multiple times because, A, if you only post it once, only so many people are going to see it. B, you want people to know like, hey, I've got these openings. It's for this type of client. Here's what I do. Here's how I can help you. You have to drill it into people over and over and over. It's a sales psychology. Most people need to see things 7 to 10 times before they make a commitment. That 7 to 10 times could take months for someone, okay? Okay months you're in this for the long haul okay get this this notion in your head that oh like if i don't get this i'm gonna have to close my doors or i'm gonna have to get a part-time job get a part-time job do do what you have to do to make your business successful if this is what you really want to be doing okay I could go on about this all day, but resisting change. This is another big one. And usually this comes from a little bit older generation, but not all the time. So like I said, I've been an esthetician for almost 13 years. I know the beauty industry very, very well. I know what works. I know what doesn't. I can go to someone's page and be like, oh, this, this, this. And I can immediately see why she doesn't have enough clients. But she's too blind to it to actually accept help from someone or She is too much into that scarcity mindset of, well, I don't have clients. I don't have enough money. How can I actually, I can't afford that. No, 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 no. Like, ooh, scarcity mindset is a whole other ballgame. But resisting that change, you might perceive change as a threat and maybe believe that it's only going to bring more difficulty, more strife. This resistance can prevent you from adapting to market trends, changes, staying competitive, Really bringing in what your clients want and need, whether they realize they need and, and want it or not. That's your job, okay? Is to constantly be on top of things. And that doesn't mean, here in the beauty industry, that does not mean having, you know, 17 different services on your menu. Like, you don't have to do that, okay? I actually teach the exact opposite, but you have to be open and willing to accept help from other people even if you have to pay for that help okay because especially with coaches like most coaches have paid an immense amount of money to get the training that they now have so they can coach other people they're not going to give that away for free you guys like you went to beauty school you didn't expect to get your aesthetics license for free you did that lash lift training you didn't expect that person to do it for free It's the exact same thing. At the end of the day, you have to be willing to invest in your business. Like you've heard me say that a bajillion times. But that is the biggest thing that I see is a scarcity mindset, the fear of money. And I can't do that because I don't have any money. There's a reason you don't have money. A, you have terrible control of your finances. And B, you're constantly in that mindset of being poor, of being broke. And that is only going to take you farther down that hole. Okay. Limited mindset. That brings me to this. Individuals with a victim mentality often have a fixed mindset, which is the worst thing you could have as a business owner, believing that their abilities and their circumstances are fixed and unchangeable. They may not actively seek growth opportunities, limiting their ambitions and avoiding taking risks, which could lead to new possibilities. Guys, When I say that entrepreneurial skills, running a successful, profitable business is an 80-20 game, 80% mindset, 20% actions, I am not kidding you. It is so mindset-based. And again, anytime I talk to girls and they're like, oh, well, I hope to work with you one day, I can't afford it, Or, or just straight up ghosting, you know, whatever the case may be. It always tells me that they're in that fixed mindset of, I'm not going to do whatever it takes to have a successful business. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to stew in this victim mentality. And the worst thing is, they don't even realize that they're in a victim mentality. They might realize that they've got a mindset issue, but they're definitely not seeing themselves as a victim. Okay. I'm going to give you guys a little example. So when I first, was building my Glow Lounge, my beautiful, beautiful spa that I had this vision of creating a very luxurious boutique skincare treatment room, basically. But it was also gonna be very results-oriented. It was not gonna be fluff and buff facials. I wanted to create true change in the skin so I could help my clients feel better about themselves. But, you know, I was pricing myself definitely on the higher end of the spectrum for my market you know I was not offering $60 facials (laughs) it was twice that amount for a new client facial and then went up after that and it was very very easy especially in the beginning when I was really trying to build my books of getting into that mindset of oh no one cares about their skin here I used to tell myself that a lot because I live in Indiana like we're not exactly the most like Image conscious state, mind you. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of people here that don't care about their skin, but there are a lot of people here that do. And when I kept telling myself that, I would just get in this endless, mindless loop of anger and actually like blaming those people, pretty much being like, oh, you don't care about your skin. Go away. Like, I'm not the esthetician for you. Like that type of behavior. And that is a form of victim mentality, blaming everything else except for you. And in my case, I had to get my mindset in check. I really had to fix that. Mindset's a consistent game. You, you're always working on it. You're always improving it. Everything changes when you know, you're building a business. You're always going to have new issues that bring up new mindset stuff. But it is your responsibility to get a hold of this. I really want you guys to ask yourself, am I willing to do what it takes? Am I willing to invest thousands of dollars into a coach and mentor? Am I willing to learn marketing? Am I willing to build a social media presence? Am I willing to work nights and weekends? Am I willing to make sacrifices? Am I willing to (laughs) not go on vacation for years? Am I willing to basically have my life be work? for a couple of potentially really difficult years so I can live the rest of my life like most people won't be able to because I sacrificed early on. That's the big one. That's what I want you guys to ask yourself. And I told you 90% of women that I talk to right now, that's a no, that's a hell no. Like they haven't gotten it yet. Just haven't gotten it. How do we overcome this though? Overcoming victim mentality requires, A, recognizing these patterns, taking that deep, hard look at yourself of, is it me? Am I bringing more issues into my business? And that's a hard one. That's where you the ultimate accountability comes in of, it is your job, no one else's, but yours, to make your business profitable. Cultivating a growth mindset already talked about that, but mindset, that better be one of your biggest priorities as a business owner. Taking radical accountability for your actions. Like, please don't sit here and say like, oh my gosh, like my clients just don't care. You know, they can't afford me. It's not a priority for them. I don't even know like where my people are. Like, maybe I should just move to another state that has a better market. Uh Uh-uh. You can build a market anywhere. I am living proof of that. You can build a market anywhere. You're just going to have to bust your ass and get your mindset right first. Okay. Actively seeking solutions rather than dwelling on the problems. Don't be a negative Nelly. No one likes that immense negativity. Okay. And I'm the person like kept all the negative in my head, like to myself all the time, which is almost worse. Because then you're sitting and stewing in your own ickiness and your brain, okay? And please don't do that to yourself. But also, please don't be outwardly negative either. Because you better trust and believe as a business owner, and nobody wants to be around you if you are like spewing negativity all day long, okay? Look for solutions. Building resilience. You gotta have some thick skin. And remember, be able to pick yourself up seeking support from a positive network, investing into your business, investing. Most of the women that I talk to have never invested in a coach before. Why is that? Because it's a big investment and it's scary as hell. That's why. But if you're not where you wanna be in your business, you're not gonna get there by Googling. You're not gonna get there by watching gurus on TikTok. You're gonna get there by finding someone that has done what you are trying to do and hire them to show you how to do it. That is the fastest way from point A to point B in business and in life, okay? Taking calculated risks. I freaking love risk-taking. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Like, it excites me. I'm a tiny bit of an adrenaline junkie. You know, I just, I get really excited by that stuff. Now, I realize that most, especially women, are not like that. But being a business owner does involve taking risks. Like you took a huge risk when you opened your business, especially if you had no business experience (laughs) and especially if you had no intention of hiring someone to help you figure out how to run a business. That's a big risk. That's not a calculated risk. That's a big risk. You, (laughs) taking calculated risks means weighing the pros and cons. What could be the potential outcome? What could be the potential downfall? actually thinking things through. Stop being so like, oh yeah, let's do this. This, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. No. Slow down. Weigh everything out, especially if your finances and a good portion of your life is on the line. You better be weighing that stuff out. Don't take it lightly, okay? Now, I'm not talking about like, oh, which um skincare line do I want to go with? I'm talking about if you are expanding in, into a retail location, if you're bringing on booth renters, if you are considering hiring employees, um, if you're making these big decisions, snap, like real quick snap judgments. Stop. You you got to sit and you got to work through those decisions. So you're actually taking calculated risks, not just risk. Right? <laughs> and. I want you to set some clear goals too. Because half the time I talk to women, they're like, oh yeah, I want to grow. And I'm like, okay, well, where are you at now financially every month? And they're like, oh, I don't know, somewhere around this. And I don't know, I just like to be making more money. No, real attainable goals, six month goals, one year, three year, five year. And these will fluctuate, guys, that's okay. But you need to have goals. All of these things are gonna help you start to break free from that woe is me mentality and help you take charge of your success. Because guys, at the end of the day, again, success is no one's responsibility, but yours. That requires you to take ultimate accountability. That requires you to invest in your business. That requires you to work on your mindset, get out of that fixed scarcity, gross mindset, and be open to change and totally new ways of doing things. Because let's be honest, if you're listening to this and you're feeling called out, that means what you've been doing has not been working. And I hate seeing that because I've been there. I've lived, I've done so many things that haven't worked. I've done a lot of things that have worked, but that's the entrepreneurial journey. If you keep doing things that aren't working over and over and over again, something's got to change. You have to ask yourself, what am I willing to do to build that dream business, to build my dream life? That means taking control of yourself, okay? I love you guys. I hope that this episode called you out a little bit. I hope that you're listening and you're like, like needed to hear that, didn't want to hear that, but I needed it. And if you're listening and you're like, I need a coach i'm ready i'm all in dm me coach on instagram we're going to get you hooked up okay because i'm here to help you this is my jam i love love working with female business owners or if you want to build a business and you don't know where to start let's go i'm so ready to help you if you found this episode helpful share it on your socials that is the best way to get the word out rate the podcast on apple and spotify that is so helpful and if you guys want to subscribe would be amazing. I love you guys. I will talk to you next week. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening today. Before you go, would you love a free business strategy call? This is an amazing step towards creating your own business. Or if you're already a business owner, a beautiful time to chat with me and see where your business could maybe use a little bit of help. If that sounds like a hell yes, all you have to do is leave an honest review about the show wherever you listen to the podcast. Take a screenshot and send it to me, Megan at meganturleycoaching.com. And I'll get in touch with you to schedule your free business strategy call. I am so excited to chat with you and help you start and grow your business. Bye for now, angels.